Mahi, welcome back. Another day, another vlog. Back in Darwin. Uh, welcome to everyone. Uh, we're here for the start of the 2021 Barra Classic competition that we do every year, or, or that I do with Company Best Mates, Jolie and Nidge. And uh, looking forward to it. Uh, big day so far today. Big drive this morning to the airport in Brisbane, the flight. And then, uh, yeah, great chat with the gentleman on the plane, an old Darwin uh, guy, so that was good. Uh, relived a bit of me uh, old days of living here, so it was pretty cool. Good to be sort of back home in my my home hunting grounds. Uh, it's nice to be in Queensland. Um, weather was a little bit cooler there. Hot here, but not humid. Uh, hum looks like last time we were here in March when Dad passed away, uh, it was muggy as hot, that real humidity that Darwin's known for, that I know very well growing up here. <laughs> um, yeah, a lot better. Stinking hot, but no humidity makes a massive difference. So it's just sort of like work, so piece of cake. So yeah, big travel day. Uh, didn't Obviously, I went to bed early last night, so I didn't get too much done last night on the photos. I got a little bit done today. Nothing major, I'll do some more work on that, but it should be good by the weekend. I'll try and get this video out before I go away, but at least keep going for another week, I guess. That's that's the plan anyway. So do some, I'll do some heavy work on it tonight. I've got about half the photos done for this video. Um, not as many as the last video, so it's not a monster, it's no elephant rock one, but some good little shots, so looking pretty good. Getting the one. Now, there is a heap of news, so I wanna try and get through all that. Um, I just don't know where to start. There's a heap of camera stuff, so I'll just go run through it as I've written it down. That's probably the easiest way, and then it's a hell of a lot easier to read. <laughs> now, Pentax, uh, the rumoured Pentax K3 Mark III is out. It has been released. It's out and about. They've announced it, and, well, it's they, the wording they say, and it is they're great. They put all their efforts into this APS-C DSLR. Oh, wow. Really? Okay. Now, look, people are still using DSLRs. There's plenty of them out there. Um, there's nothing wrong with them, uh, but it's old technology. Um, yeah, I don't know. I really, it's a tricky one. I look, I started my photography career on a K1000 Pentax. I love it. It was so good, so easy to use. Film days. Um, I never got to use DSLRs. I think I've discussed this a few times. The, the only one I've ever used was my 1DX, uh, yeah, my 1D Mark II S, 1DS Mark II, which was brilliant, uh, which actually one of our subscribers uh, bought off me. So that was pretty cool. And it was a great camera, but having used mirrorless, having used the M50 and now the RP, I would never go back. There's not a chance I'd go backwards to film or to DSLR. Uh, you can keep that film. Like I understand it's sort of, if you've never had film and never used it, you, it's sort of a bit of fun, but sniffing chemicals in a dark room, having to have a whole room of your house set up as a dark room with tons of chemicals and constantly processing, yeah, pass. pass. No, I have no time for that. I'm not really into that sort of, that sort of artistic side of it, I guess, that, look, and that, it's everyone's different. So if that's what you're into, I, I commend you. I know what you, you're doing. I've done it all. Um, rolling my own film, processing my film, process my own pil uh, prints on the enlarges, the whole works of that. 
DSLRs I know little to not much on, but I don't understand how you would release a flagship DSLR in this this super, super competitive market um, when you're trying to keep your company afloat. Really, really tricky. Uh, Rico Pentax, a little bit of a crazy one. Now, it's not cheap either. $27.99 uh, just for the body, or you can buy a limited 1,000 units worldwide, $3,300 US dollars. That's 5,000 Australian for this thing, for an old DSLR. I'm not saying old, sorry. For a DSLR, it's a little bit crazy. I can go and buy a ADD off Grays Online. There was a 5D Mark IV on there for a thousand dollars. It's like, yeah, that's Australian. So it's a little bit very hard to understand this one. I'm just going to throw everything at you. Um, so body only, or this thousand units only. You can comes with uh, grip, so it's got the full Pro grip on it. You can buy that uh, extra. That again was a little bit strange because <clears throat> that was. Hundred dollars. That was four hundred dollars for a grip, which is less than what it costs to buy the body and the grip as one unit. But you get a, a Pentax strap and a kit, which sort of ends up in the cupboard anyway. So a little bit weird in that regards. But um, anyways, look, they've they've released it. I'll go go through the set. It's going to be available on the thirtieth of this month uh, to buy. Um, it's got an optical viewfinder, obviously it's DSLR, still got the pentaprism. They've adjusted that to make it super, super 100% clear view. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway, I've got, I've got to try and do this with the right thing. Now, so it's got optical viewfinder, obviously. Uh, ISO is pretty wild. Uh, ISO, I have to give them this, 100 to 1.6 million. So low light, I'm assuming it's gonna be pretty insane. I don't know what sensor they're using. Um, five axis stabilization. Uh, if that's any good, much like the Olympus, that runs about the same five-axis stabilization. That could be pretty good, I think. Uh, Dust-proof, drip-proof. Not not uh, rain-resistant or waterproof or anything like that, but drip-proof, they specifically. So that magnesium body, so it's pretty darn light. So that's pretty good and pretty strong. So magnesium is fairly handy. Just not really good for salt water, I don't think, magnesium, from memory off the top of my head. I may be wrong there. but So, yeah, just be... Just be aware that the magnesium, I'm pretty sure magnesium is one of those ones that just doesn't like salt water. So just be careful if you are doing a lot of beach work or areas near salt water, it might be something that may affect it. Uh, 12 frames per second, that's pretty good as a mechanical. It's got to put that prism up and down. Um, so that's pretty cool. 101 point AF, dual SD card slot, that's pretty good for a DSLR. Touchscreen. 22 programmable functions, and they're available in your viewfinder. So you can see them in your viewfinder, and you can adjust them on this little wheel on the back and just pick whatever you want. So you can set up your slow-mo, your brackets, and all those sort of functions that you want to do. You can sort of pre-set them up and have 22 ready to go for whatever situation you're in. So that's quite handy. 26 megapixel sensor. Um, it is phase matching AF. I haven't heard, I've got to be honest, I haven't heard of phase matching AF. Um, I've heard of, uh, what's the phase one? It's phase of tech. It's not, yeah, it sounds like that Panasonic disaster, Sigma disaster, that all that phase of tech stuff. We know it doesn't work. The only ones that work are Canon and Sony, and they're ridiculously good. Sony being just insanity good. So look, yeah, they've got to, these companies got to learn if they're not gonna, they need to get that autofocus right because this company, when you, Canon, you can just, watch someone run and focus on an eyeball as they're running and be spot the dog. 
uh, yeah, if your phase tech is really not going to cut the mustard in 2021. Video 4K 30 or 24, HD is up to 60 frames a second. Uh, only records for 25 minutes, really. Uh, that's not very flash or four gigabyte max, which is probably what I do on this show on the M50 uh, on a, say, a 25 minute show. It'll run around four gigs. So that's probably about the same, I guess, as the M50. The M50 will go to 30 minutes before it cuts out. So that's the only downside I really have with the M50 as well. Um, 820 grams with the battery, so under a kilo, that's pretty handy. Tuck on a decent lens, it's going to be about a thousand grams roughly, give or take, depending on what size. If you've got a nice wide angle lens on there, so you're looking at 920, uh, you know, so yeah, it's, it's not too bad. I don't, I don't think it'll be too bad. Temperature wise, it only says it can go from minus 10 to 40 and less than 85% humidity. Lucky they don't shoot in Darwin or the tropics, I guess, Pentates. <laughs> what the? 85% humidity, that just like covers the whole tropic zone. Yeah, a little bit weird, that one. As I said, $400 for that grip and price. Look, I, as it's hard to really get on board with this, releasing a flagship APS-C. I can sort of understand the APS side. Uh, it's quite handy for travel and getting smaller compact lenses. That's fine. It's daylight, it's no good for nighttime tuning or astro stuff. You really want the full advantage of that sensor to get sucked in that light from the Milky Way or stars or whatever you're doing. So I'm, I'm sort of, I've seen, but I had, on the other hand, I have seen some fantastic APS-C stuff, but it's normally with star trackers and some heavy tech involved as well. So APS-C, I can understand a DSLR in 2021, you know, We've just seen Canon dump their whole DSLR lens range. Like, you, they're getting rid of DSLR lenses. You won't even get to buy them again. And yet we've got Pentax trying to survive in a competitive market releasing one of these. It's a little bit tricky. So, look, good luck to them. Uh, a very famous brand. Um, proud, proud history of making some amazing lenses, some fantastic cameras. I think the just lack of direction and just going the wrong way could be tricky. Right, now let's get to some fun stuff, exciting stuff. Canon. Canon rumors announced that there's going to be an announcement for the Canon R3 development coming up soon. Uh, no specs, no nothing. Photo of it. Uh, it's full integrated grip in there. Is it the R1? Is it the, what we thought was the R1? Is it the R3? Is this that high spec? Megapixel beast that we've been uh, rumored for lots like, six months now. Um, not sure when it's going to happen, how long that development process is going to take, but it's coming. We should hear something from Canon shortly about that. Looks pretty cool and a lot more fun stuff to talk about. So, and it's not a DSR. <laughs> Sorry, I can't help myself. <laughs> Sorry, Pentax. I love you, Takamas. I've got one. I've got the I've got the best one. The eight, eight blade. Um, now, on lens front, this is a bit of a blind, blow you away. The RF400 has been announced. Uh, the F2.8L image stabilized USM, USM lens has been announced. Uh, Canon's going to be announcing it very shortly. Uh, final pictures are out for that. You'll see that on the thumbnail. I'll be able to go check it on the Canon Rumors as well. Uh, 12,000 US dollars for this lens for a 400mm fixed focal length. Wow, you really got to want that 400 mil. Uh, that's a lot of moolah. That's 
Well, it's about seven. So that's that's nearly twenty grand Australian. It's going to be around the sixteen to seventeen, eighteen mark, I guess, depending on taxes. Maybe let's just call it seventeen grand Australian for one four hundred mil length lens. That's a lot of cash. So yeah, look, it's going to be it's an L series Canon lens. We all know it's expensive, but that's pretty darn expensive. I, I, I hate to the six hundred was rumored to be. 12,000. Uh, I think the 600 might be even more. So I hope you get a 15 grand spare if you want a 600. So pretty scary stuff. 5.5 stops of stabi uh, stabilization. There's three different stabilization um, modes. There's the traditional, so standard sort of stabilization setup. Then it's got a stabilization uh, mode two, which is for panning. So it, it adjusts for that, that sideway movement um, for panning. So if you're running along and getting photos going sideways, say runners and running with the runners or something like that. You get that panning move. And there's also, and the third mode is when the, it only acts as stabilization once the shutter's released. So three different modes, something different, uh, something I guess to look forward to seeing how that works and, and how it all happens. Simical, uh, simical. <laughs> good as much English. <laughs> Pretty excited, I'm back in Darwin. <laughs> I speak in Darwin again. Um, similar optical performance as the old EF uh, version 3 model, I reckon. So glass-wise, it's got uh, some new coatings. It's got some uh, stuff there for oils and waters and fingerprints and stuff and scratches on the surface of the front and rear lens. So it's got all that stuff in there to protect it. It's got a nine-blade circular aperture, uh, so it's going to be pretty cool for the bokeh. So that should be some really nice images coming out of this thing. Two focus presets options, so you can set up multiple push of a button. Have you can focus lock on the front and then focus lock on another location, and then you can just toggle between those two focus points and take photos. So if you want to focus bracket a, a, a section, you can basically set it all up, and then when the light's right, you can just go bang, 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 bang. Pretty cool for landscape, so or for say a bird, or bird watches or animals and stuff like that. So. That could be handy if you might have a foreground, if there's something runs in front of you across there, or there might be one on a branch, you know, where there's a nest or something, you might be able to pick it up either way. So I thought that was a pretty cool idea. As a L series, fully weatherproof, all that usual jazz. And so it should be for $12,000 US. That's mega bucks. So some big things. We should hear about these two things. We might hear about them at the same time, but uh, some good stuff coming out of Canon surely that R3 is gonna be interesting and can't wait to hear what that is all about and what it's got for us above the R5, the R6, R and RP, what this new one is, this new model is gonna be all about. So pretty cool. Next one, Earth Explorer 300 Vessel. Uh, seeing this in one of my uh, emails, lists I'm on, I try and gather all this information for you. Pretty interesting, not really a boat channel, but. This is one hell of a boat. Uh, if you'll see it on the thumbnail, you'll see what the hell is that. Well, this thing's actually going to be coming out in 2025. It's a 984-foot long vessel, and it's for scientific research of the ocean. So it's built to travel around all the oceans of the world. Um, 22 scientific labs, a heli deck, the big science sphere. Looks like a globe. Well, that's a science sphere. That's got all your... Scientists in there doing all their crazy research, trying to protect this planet. Uh, pretty wild bit of gear. Now, the only other super interesting bit about it, 
Uh, it's got that new molten salt nuclear power plant. So that's well, they don't use those nasty radioactive rods. They use molten salt to get a nuclear reaction and then powers a ship so it can basically just run forever. So a uh, thousand foot ship, you'd want to have some sort of free energy to run it. So pretty darn cool, 400 people on board at once. Uh, yeah, gonna be out in 2025. This thing's gonna be sailing around the planet. Uh, if you, hopefully, I guess 2025, that's not too far, a couple of years, hopefully we might see it somewhere and get a photo of it and check it out. That would be pretty cool. They might let people come on and do excursions. It'd be pretty cool to see, I think, uh, something that amazing. Uh, see, art, artistic can integrate with that scientific side of things and you can still look, look pretty funky and cool as well as just being about work. So pretty cool, I thought I'd chuck that one in for you. Now that ever, speaking of big ships, ever given that one that blocked the Suez Canal, uh, what's well been seized by the Egyptian government um, and they're asking the owners to pay a fine of $1.17 billion Australian uh, before it will be released, basically to cover lost revenue for boats not traveling through, uh, damages for against the country and against the Suez Canal and all the other, and then also the to pay the, for when they got it out of it being jammed up. So 1.17, that's under the negotiation. Obviously the Japanese owners and the Taiwanese operators are shitting themselves. That's a lot of coin to come up with. Uh, it's gonna be interesting to see how this all plays out, but that's a massive fine. Uh, mind you, it was costing basically everyone about $9 billion a day of holdups. So 1.17 probably wasn't a real big sort of fee I'm assuming they were expecting to get hit with something pretty big so pretty crazy but uh, yeah don't get your boat stuck in the wrong spot <laughs> now uh, if you're a mad photographer and you know Peter McKinnon if you're a YouTuber um, he brought out a nomadic 35 litre I think it was a camera bag it's, it is expensive um, I'd love to have one but I can't afford it I've got my newer waterproof bag which has done me so well over the last three, two years, three years, and I have abused the crap out of it, and I'm still traveling with it today, and it still works, so um, that was 100 bucks. But look, if, you, if you're looking to give yourself a birthday present or someone that's a mad keen photographer and you want a nice Christmas present coming up, well, or if you've got the money now, it's on Kickstarter, there's a new one out, it's the version two 25 liter. Uh, comes with a little bit different setup. He's got, a, you can buy a camera cube, your accessory packs, but instead of all the just the folding ones through, you get one that comes with it. Um, it's got little small camera cubes so you can sort of divert it and have boxes so you can pull stuff in and out. So you can have a drone, drone camera cube, photo camera cube, sort of that sort of scenario. It looks pretty good, weather resistant, tough as nails, all the usual quality of the Nomadic. And you're looking at, if you get on the Kickstarter now, you'll save a bit of coin. You'll start off if you just want the bag, uh, 262 bucks Australian. Work your way up. I looked at one with one the, the large camera cube, one small camera cube, the Rainfly, and what else was it? Oh, the tech pack that'll go on the top section, and that was 612 bucks Australian. So it, it does ramp up pretty quick. The accessories, they get you with the accessories a fair bit. There's no real discount on the accessories. Uh, but on the main pack, if you just want a pack, and, and work your way up and buy the accessories as you go. If you've already got camera cubes, well, you probably get in the door for 262 bucks if you're keen. 
get in there now. They will go pretty quick. I don't think they'll last too long. The last one sold out pretty darn quick as it is. So check that out. They're a really good quality bag, but obviously you do pay for it. Now, DJI 2S. Uh, look, we've got some specs on that over from uh, one of the guys I follow on does the drone work, the, the Drone King. Um, look, he's pretty good. He's given one away. He's a hell of a nice guy. Canadian guy, really cool. Come out with all the specs. This thing hasn't been released as far as I know. Um, and I think I've got a bit of a clue. Remember we talked about DJI and calling it the one, um, that one in it with the capital one. Um, well, I've got a clue about this because look, 2S, this is the stats he's given us that's coming out. It's 31 minute flight time. They've upgraded to a 5K video sensor, 30 frames a second. 4K is 60, so that's it. that's where your upgrade is, a big upgrade there on the video. 20, me 20 megapixel camera, one inch sensor. So now you've got an air with a one inch sensor. I think that what might be how they've tied in that, the one. I don't know what anything else on that screen meant with the shop and whatever else, but maybe that's what it's all about, the one inch sensor. Get ready for the one. Get ready for the one inch sensor air, 2S. I don't know, I'm still sort of two minds. Uh, it's got two new sensors at the front. That's for active tracking and a new and new autonomous modes on it as well. So other than that, pretty much the same as the old Mavic Air. It's gonna be more expensive than the old Mavic Air, so be aware of that. If you, that Mavic, that Mavic Air probably do most of you if you're only looking for 4K. If you wanna upgrade that and don't wanna go up to the very old Mavic 2 Pro, uh, which we're waiting for, the Mavic 3. Um, yeah, might be an option, something different. But one inch sensor, do you think what I'm thinking? I'm not sure, let me know. And then I just want a big shout out to Rode. Uh, just look, customer service, I'm a big fan of customer service. Every time I go to the States, customer service is amazing. I've always said Australia's pretty much sucks. Occasionally you get some really good customer service. Um, so it's good to give them a shout out. Shout out to Rode. They don't make the microphones. They use the Wireless Go. They've got the new Wireless Go 2 out, which are, look amazing. I've got to save up to buy one or sell my old ones. So if you want to buy my old ones, let me know. Um, and then I might be able to work out a deal where I can send you these and then buy the new set. I've got to suss it out. It's money's got to save me pennies. <laughs> um, well, anyway, big shout out to them. I have a microphone that I use in my iPhone. So it's the old plug-in lightning Lightning thing goes straight in the side. Well, on their new one that they just released, that USB-C one, which we talked about, they have a new little footing that goes on the back of the microphone, and it's got two feet, and it just basically hooks into the back of your phone so you don't get any flex. So when you're talking or walking, the one I've got currently wobbles and then falls out. So I've got a lackey banded onto my phone, which is not the best of ideas, or onto my tripod. Any tripod aware, I've got the phone mounted. Um, send them an email, look, I can't find this. How do I get this part? It's not in your product registry. I can see it on as part of the new microphones, but it's not its individual part. Look, those guys are legend. Got back, one of them got back to me and said, look, Ash, we know which one, right? Send us a picture, yeah, got it. We're gonna send you one out. How nice is that? I'd even told them, look, I bought this on eBay. Uh, I just wanna buy one. I don't care how much it costs. I just wanna get one on it. I, think, I know it's gonna make a big difference. They were that kind enough and just fantastic customer service and I do appreciate immensely. So 
afford, I better just say thank you to them before I forget. So yeah, that was pretty cool. Righto, and that's about it. First day in Darwin. Um, Got to get out, clean the boat, get this up, and I will see you all again tomorrow. We'll be coming this way and that way. I'll catch you tomorrow. Peace. <laughs>